Hey, how's it going? Well, I think we're, we're going to go today. I, I wasn't planning on doing a podcast today on my birthday, but I figured, you know, what the hell? Why not? Why don't I give this new mic that my wife just got me for my birthday a little bit of a test drive? I'm pretty excited about it. So let's just, you know, I got an appointment coming up. I, I don't got much time. Let's go. Who's a fat boy? Here we go. Here we go. What are you guys thinking? What are you guys thinking of the new mic? This is the Shure MV7. This is, uh, you know, I'm always usually on an SM58. I love Shure mics. I've had my Shure SM58s for a really long time, along with my Blue Encore 200s. But this is the step up. It is, you know, the in-between in between the 58 and the SM7B. The SM7B is what you see in every podcaster's video podcast, what Mark Marin uses in his home studio, what Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on. It's an old mic. It's a very old mic, but a very durable and fantastic mic, but it's also very expensive. And I wanted something that also had the capability of using USB, and that is what this mic has. So you can just plug it in. It has its own like monitoring system in the mic for that, as well as uh, you know a, a software program that you can tinker with the presets. Uh, I I just love it. I love it. It's uh, it's it, it sounding crisp, sounding delish. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. But moving on, okay. <clears throat> How is everyone doing out there? We are still in this crazy time but it feels like i don't know we're getting more accustomed to it you know you're seeing in pro sports now like people are getting covid when it first started only two players and on a basketball team got it and then they shut down all of pro sports for about five months and now it's just like yeah he's got covid he's yeah he's quarantining and yeah we'll wait till it clears kind of thing you know because everyone's vaccinated so they're not getting super sick i guess but it is this weird stage that we're in where, you know, the cases are going up again. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but we're, we're accustomed to the dredge, the drudge of this, this whole thing. So, like, one thing that's changed for me is, you know, I've given the government its time. I've given healthcare workers the time to get the N95 shit worked out. It looks like that stuff. The shortage, I don't know if it's still there. I don't think it is because, you know, stores are starting to sell N95 masks to you now. And that's what I rock when I go into stores or big areas. I don't fuck around with the cloth things anymore. I wear the N95. Also, I got a big ass head. Okay. And the, the masks that go around my ears, they hurt. So I don't give a fuck. I get the ones that like go around your head. And it's much more comfortable for me, and I know I'm, like, better protected. So, yeah, I'm full on the N95 train now. And if, you know, almost two years in, if they haven't gotten their, their shit figured out, sorry, it's uh, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there, as you can tell. Talk about it. You know, I'm going to uh, try not to talk about things too too long because I, I don't have a ton of time, as I do have a, uh, you know, it's my birthday. Yeah, I made a massage therapy appointment. You know, I've been, uh, I'll get to the fitness update. I've, I've got some sore muscles because obviously I've been working out a lot this week. 
But, you know, uh, before I get to that, you know, let's talk about, you know, Britney Spears is free. I don't know if you've been following the Britney Spears story, how she's been under a conservatorship uh, for about 13 years or so. And, you know, they usually only do that to people with like dementia who can't make their own decisions because they're mentally not adept anymore. And it just, the more information that comes out about it, it just seems really insane, really insane. It seems like she was really held prisoner. You know what? She's worked hard just as much as anybody else in showbiz. She's got her, she has a right to blow her money and do crack and whatever, you know, burn out, die like they do in Hollywood. You know, if that's what's going to happen to her, that's what's going to happen to her. But she should be allowed to do it. I don't think she's... She doesn't have dementia or anything like that. You know, it, it all really stems from, and I know this, and I know her, her father, it was like the last straw was when, you know, she got that picture coming out of Paris Hilton's car and, you know, her vagina got flashed by the paparazzi, which is like, you know, fucking gross that the paparazzi are doing that. It's not like she, like, got out of her car and lifted up her skirt. She just wasn't wearing underwear. And it turned into a huge thing. You know, it wasn't very... It wasn't, it wasn't a nice light. Let's put it that way. So I bet you he's just like, we got to get her roped in. We got to get her tied down because she's going to be doing all kinds of crazy things. I don't know. Now, you know what? They're more like, uh, they'll, they'll be like more like that because of them like those sticks of, uh, you know, New Orleans kind of thing. You know, they got more of that kind of Creole kind of thing going on. She don't be like that. So anyways, Britney Spears is free, and that's a good thing. Congrats. Britt, I know you listen to the podcast. You know, it's a uh, one of the only fast food, pro fast food fitness podcast, even though we know it's bad. We know it's bad, you know? And speaking of which, before I get to the birthdays, just to say, I think I talked about how I had a McDonald's edition, and... They made me go and buy the McDonald's burger. I had to go to a McDonald's before the audition. And, you know, I almost had a falling down moment because I got there. You know, my my audition was in the morning and I had to get the burger for, you know, I had to get it before 11. And I thought that burgers you could get 24 hours a day just like the breakfast sandwiches now. Is that another, is that another thing? Did they change that? So the woman's like, no, you, we don't have lunch yet. And I said, well, when is lunch? And she said, in four minutes. And I go, okay, so what should I do? Should I just <laughs> go around and come back in four minutes? She's like, yes. So I did. And I got the dumb burger, came back, did the callback with it, did not get the commercial. Unbelievable. I knew that I was going to get it. They do not like people that look even remotely like they actually eat fast food in their commercials. Uh, so they were going to give me $15 for doing, you know, getting the burger. And they're like adding it on top of the fee that I get for doing a callback. Get the callback check. There ain't no $15 on it. And then I'm in this position where I'm like, I don't care about the $15, but I do need to set an example and, you know, let them know that, like, hey, you said you were going to do this. I mean, this would have been hard for people who didn't have a car or lived close to McDonald's. So, you know, it costs even more than that to get the stupid meal. And 
uh, yeah, my agent fought with the union to get me $15 and I got that check. And guess what? It's in the bank. The $15 is back. And, you know, I, I just bought the one burger. Obviously, I didn't get anything else. So I, I think at the time I got my wife some stuff too. Like it, it, it ended up working out, you know? We were like thick as thieves. Thick as thieves. So anyways, let's get to the birthdays. Because today's my birthday. I'm 37 years old. Happy birthday to me first. And then I'll just say, you know, like I look on IMDb for this stuff because they, they, they post it real nice, you know, and they seem to have like a hierarchy of, of fame based on what, which slide these people are based on. But, you know, I've had a lot of issues with IMDb over the years. When I first started out 15, 16 years ago, I added just a couple of trivia things just to show that, it, like, hey, you know, I may not be getting a ton of TV work that shows up on the, the main list and the main resume part, but, you know, I do work in commercials and whatnot. So I added one thing about that. And then, you know, I added, I won, I won a silly award in community college, and that's what it is. It was a community college award, and I, I feel weird about it. I, I've been asked about it sometimes at auditions, and I don't feel like talking about it all the time anymore because it's stupid. And I just wanted to get this trivia removed, and they will not budge. I tell you something, like, they do not like to get that shit <laughs> removed. You really, so I had to, like, pour my heart out in an explanation and be like, look, it's me, I'm the actor. I know there's a human on the other end of this line. And, you know, I just, like, I added this stuff when I was younger, and I really would like it removed. Like, I just think that, you know, I just really want you to respect my wishes if that's possible. Now that was my, like the time before that I did threaten legal action. I was like, I will get my lawyers to send you a cease and desist. I don't even know if that would, is the appropriate thing to send, but that didn't work. <laughs> they were just like, I guess rolled their eyes and were like, Oh, we don't care, but I don't understand why it's so difficult. And they ended up removing one, but this, the, the dumb award is still there. So yeah, if you need to ask me about it, I'll tell you about it. And I'll probably tell you like why you shouldn't get into acting and stuff like that. But it is exciting to see who shares a birthday with me today. I always get excited about this because you know it's just fun to think of the people going through those same birthday feelings because we all have the same ones. And it's fun to see who is going through them with you in the famous world. Big Scottish man. Proud. Scottish man Gerard Butler is 52. Remember him from 300. He, uh, you know, he apparently is a really nice guy. I've heard people that have worked with him. It's apparently a dream. Steve Zahn is 54. I love sharing a birthday with this guy. I think he's one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. He's so funny. Uh, watch The White Lotus. <laughs> he's good in that. Gary Marshall, the late Gary Marshall. He would have been 88. Oh my God. He died in 2016. I would love to see what Gary Marshall said about the pandemic. Whoopi Goldberg is 66. She's a senior citizen. She's still rocking the desk at The View. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, Chris Noth is 67. You know him as Mr. Big. Mr. Big on the old... Uh, Sex and the City. I think he's going to be in the uh, little reboot there, too. So, yeah. Is that a dick joke? Was his character a dick joke? Was he this, like, big sloppy dick that she uh, had to 
nickname him because of it. I don't feel like did they uh, did they ever talk about that on the show? I don't know. It's been a long time. This one really got me excited. Jose Maria Yazbik. You know who that is? You probably don't know him. He's 51. If you watch Narcos Mexico, he played a motto. It's a great show. I'm obsessed with cartel reenactments and stuff like that. So I love Narcos Mexico. They just had their third season of it, and it was... I don't know why. It's so compelling to me. It's heavily subtitled because there's a lot of Spanish, but he did a great job playing a drug dealer who was a real person named Amato. And, uh, you know, they always come to a demise, these guys, and I was shocked by his demise. I really thought he was going to make it out. Who else we got here? John DeLancey. John DeFucking Lancey. I can't believe he shares a birthday with me. You know who he is? If you're a fucking nerd, if you're a little fucking Star Trek nerd... He's Q. He was Q in Next Gen. He's friggin' 73. That's how old Q is now. Has he been in the new reboot? I feel like he should make an appearance. I think he did in the Picard show? I'm not really sure. Adele Lutz, 73. Kim Director, 47. Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn, 61. I think he was from Scrubs. Best and The Middle. I remember him on The Middle, which was a little sitcom with, uh, you know, everybody loves Raymond Wife. Uh, Deborah! You know, her show, that show was on a while. That show was on like nine or ten seasons, for Christ's sake. And then, uh, you know, I don't really recognize anyone else, but I'll just run off a couple more. Steve Lem, he's 53. He kind of looks like Colin Jost, but he's not. Uh, Art Malik, I think I definitely remember Art Malik. He's 69. I swear that he was a bad guy in a classic like Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, aha, see, I was right. He was in True Lies. He was the bad guy in fucking True Lies. Fitness update. Okay, so let's go to the fitness update. We have to get, you know, let's keep the show rolling, Matt. Come on, you got to keep it rolling. You're at 15 minutes almost. Uh, You know, I have been working out pretty steady this week. I'm, you know, diet-wise, it's been a little nuts. I've had some, I've had some bad days. Let's just say that, you know, I've had some days where, you know, trying to watch the saturated fat right now, it just seems like it's so easy to inhale and you get too much of it. And also, you know, trying to watch the sugar and stuff. We'll talk about some culprits of sugar in the, the next segment. But I've been working on a lot of the five days already that have happened, Monday to Friday. I've worked at four days. So I'm really happy about that. And this is what I bought. Okay, so I wanted to get a barbell, right? So I have some weights. I have some plates. And I've been using them as, with dumbbells, you know, and I do like dumbbell presses. I do like shoulder presses. I do, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. But I was like, oh, I really want to get like a barbell so I can do like proper squats. I'm trying to get back into squats. Squats always make me feel kind of sick because they work your entire lower body and your core as well. So a lot of shit's getting engaged at once and I always feel a bit gross after it, but I'm getting into it. So I got this barbell, but I got a cheap one. It was only like 40 bucks at, uh, off of Amazon. And what it does is it's like two dumbbells and then it has a connector thing that you can put in the middle and it's got like a nice cushion on it. So if you're doing squats, it can go behind your neck. So I got that 
and I've been doing that now. I've oh, I've only really worked it once with it because it came yesterday or the day before. But anyway, uh, loving it. Uh, did arms and legs yesterday with it, and yeah, did the squats. I did some curls. I did some skull crushes on my bench for my traps or for my triceps. Sorry, and uh, yeah, it, it was. It, uh, I just like having more stuff. It'll be, try not to get too crowded, but I love having, you know, more accessories and stuff that I can use. So pretty happy with that. Taking today off for my birthday and then, you know, going for a massage in about 20, 20, 30 minutes. And then, uh, yeah, then, you know, can have some, a couple of friends up, uh, Mr. Adam Kennedy, uh, from episode two, growing up skinny is in town. And, uh, you know, we're going to do another, there's going to be probably three episodes in this month, at least, you know, and, you know, I'm more inspired now having the new mic. I'm excited about that. But also, we're going to get him on. First guest. He's staying here a bunch of nights. We're going to do a fucking podcast, Fat Boy, with a guest. I'm excited. Haven't done it in a long-ass time. So uh, look forward to that. But uh, let's move on to some, you know, health news. Health News news that is health-related. Okay, so we'll talk about a couple of things quickly here. And one is always amazing. Now, this one is about the the fucking... If you're a fucking Canadian, this is the most fucking iconic fucking thing you can drink here, bud. It's the fucking double-double kind of fucking deal here. So I'm going to play a little vid for you from this dietitian that uh, is talking about how much sugar and stuff and calories are in, in the drinks that we're, you know, having every day with our caffeine. And, you know, it's uh, pretty mind boggling how, you know, sugar makes its way in. Yeah. Could I please have one medium double double? Okay. It's a Canadian classic. But turns out your Tim Hortons medium double-double is anything but. It's got four teaspoons of sugar, plus the additional teaspoon from your dairy product. Tim Hortons says its classic combination is designed to taste the same no matter what size you order. They use dairy and sweetener dispensers to ensure consistency in every cup. Liver specialist and gastroenterologist Dr. Sapriya Joshi says our sugary caffeine fixes are a problem. I think people are addicted to sweet and it's leading to a healthcare crisis. Especially when you consider sugar and calorie content. That medium double-double, well, it's similar to a caramel bar. I think a lot of people sometimes will think just about the calorie standpoint, not factoring on in also the sugar. Could I have a grande matcha green tea latte, please? <laughs> okay, that's all I'm going to play. Isn't that friggin' insane? So uh, the double-double, that is the iconic drink that most, I guess, Tim Hortons drinkers like to drink. I, I did, at a time in my life, drink a double-double. I don't think I did it every day, but, you know, maybe I did put in sugar at home. I never put in four teaspoons of sugar, though, and that's apparently what's in a double-double. That's friggin' insane. But... Uh, yeah, like, uh, it, just to think that, you know, the cream as well has a teaspoon. So it's like, you're having five teaspoons of sugar with your double, double. That's not good. You know, people have that multiple times a day. You're just getting, it's a, the, as I've said many times on this podcast, the human body is so resilient. It is amazing to see what we can handle before it, you know, actually kills us. Even like if it makes us sick, and gives us, you know, <laughs> terrible diseases like diabetes, we're still able to 
you know, maintain it and, and work with it, which is just kind of an amazing thing about the human body. It, you know, when I see old people, I just see, wow, you've just been hammered by so much shit. Your body has just been doing its best. And look at, look at you, look at you on the other side. You did it. So yeah, I don't know. Think twice about that. I'm honestly trying to see if I can switch down. I'm going to try to wean myself off a bit to having just like a dab of cream. I don't have a ton, but I don't put sugar in my coffee anymore. Haven't done that for a long time. I think uh, over six or seven years now, it was a New Year's resolution. And guess what? I stuck with it. And now I can't go back. Having sugar in coffee makes me sick. Makes me fucking sick. So yeah, just keep a heads up on that because yeah, the problem with uh, the the sugar converts to fat cells and and uh, the fat cells get into your liver and then the fat cells uh, replace liver cells and that's not good. You don't you don't want just want a chubby chubby liver and we've talked about this before. I'm already dealing with some of that right now, so I gotta you know find ways to cut down on sugar, make sure I don't have. A ton of that, which I feel like I'm good with, but you know, you just got to be, you got to be careful. You got to be careful, folks. Okay. Next thing I want to talk about is gyms versus home. Gyms versus at home is on the rebound. This is from the CNBC article that I found. Peloton or the gym, more people are choosing both and what that means to the fitness industry. So because of the pandemic, people were working at at home. They were, you know, buying their Peloton bikes for $2,500. They were, were, you know, reasoning with themselves financially being like, well, I'm not going to the gym. I'm saving all this money here. Why don't I put that money into the bike? And as I've said before, you know, I'm not really a, I'm I'm happy for people that want to exercise more, but the Peloton is super expensive and, you know, you have to pay for the classes and stuff, which is like another 40 bucks a month, you know, it's the subscription. That's where they get you the subscription. Because as I said, you're going to get these fucking things at a garage sale one day and they've already now done a huge price slash on these bikes. I think they've taken off five to 700 bucks, which is pretty substantial. And I feel bad for the people that are paying, you know, monthly for 64 months or whatever and have uh, interest at 30% because of their bad credit. Some people are doing that. That's uh, pretty rough. But yeah, Peloton stock went up like 440% last year. And as well, uh, you look at the gyms like Planet Fitness, that's like the really cheap gym that's everywhere. It only had a 4% gain. Amazing that it still had a, a gain. But you know, it's so easy to be like, oh, it's cheap. I'll just get it. And you know, the biggest thing with gyms for me, I've been to many gyms. I've been a member of many gyms. You, you go for a bit and then you don't go and you feel guilty because you're paying a lot of money. But if you're at a planet fitness or something, you're only paying five or 10 bucks, who cares? Right. And that's, that is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, business plan. I, I gotta say for, to, to have people that can just discard this, you know, there's something about it mentally being a part of a gym too, which is what I used to like, you know, just knowing that, you know, it's, it's like you're, you're in this fraternity of people that are trying and, you know, so it's, it takes a lot more work if you're going to be doing it at home, but it seems like we're going to be in like a hybrid type of thing now where, where people are going to be doing both. Um, and I think that means that the cheap gym, like it, like planet, fitness, this is my guess, is going to have a really, really big uh, surge eventually. Like they're, it, like good life, no one's going to be wanting to pay 60 bucks or 70 bucks to go to the main gym anymore. They're going to want the cheap stuff, the fit for less garbage. 
because they just want to get in one or two times a week. But, you know, the only thing that, you know, brings people back and for someone who used to work a good life, it's the classes. People love going to the classes. Most people that have memberships are doing it so they can have the classes. So there's that as well. And I just don't think people are fully comfortable yet with going back to, you know, being huffing and puffing around other people, but that should change. And, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully shit doesn't get shut down again. You know what I mean? Okay. So I got three things I want to quickly talk about. Try to go through them fast here. You know how I like to work. It's fast. It's, 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 it's catchy. It's edgy. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about, we didn't talk about it last week, but the rust shooting. Now I'm talking about the Alec Baldwin murdered someone on a movie set, a Western. So already we're shocked that Alec Baldwin's doing a Western. Just don't feel like at this stage of his career, everyone wants to see Alec Baldwin in, in a Western, but, uh, he was firing a gun and it shot and killed the director of photography and the bullet went through her. And I guess the director was behind her and injured him. So he was hurt bad enough that he had to go to the hospital. And so it penetrated him as well. Maybe the bullet was in him. I don't know. But I think it blasted right through the DOP. She died. And, you know, there's been all this talk about safe sets, about using guns, about, like, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? And I will say from someone that has been on a chaotic filming set before, and I have felt unsafe once where I thought I might get electrocuted and I didn't say anything. And, you know, it's really tough to bring this giant machine to a halt for your own safety. And it's fucked up. That's really fucked up. And I obviously, this isn't the same as that. This is just a a bad chain of events that led to this uh, accident. But, but I'm just saying that when you're working on these sets it's and you're, you know, for me being a smaller actor or something, it just, it's very difficult to want to voice your opinions and go to a, a union liaison who's there for that purpose. You know, I could, could have gone to the union liaison and go, Hey, I don't really feel comfortable here. And they would have to listen to them. So anyway, all I'm saying is it's a terrible thing. Uh, it's not, it, sets are not as easy as you think so they do have to be a well-oiled machine and obviously this one wasn't and doesn't look like anyone uh, or this thing is going to get completed you know so the other thing okay so the second thing i'll just talk briefly about this didn't talk about it i've wanted to talk about it for a couple weeks now but the Chappelle special it's very difficult for me because you know dave Chappelle is one of my favorite stand-ups um you know, it seems like a lot of these hero stand-ups are just disappointing you in every turn now. You remember, you know, you, you I used to like Louis C.K. Now I feel weird about even thinking about him. But uh, Dave, you know, I watched his special, and I think it didn't hit me quite the same way as people that were like, he's being really transphobic and stuff. I think he's just, you can kind of see when comedians are like, I'm saying this because it's just going to piss you off kind of thing. Not that he fully believes it, but it's still like, 
it just doesn't help things when this community is under attack so much and, you know, turning them into a joke just seems kind of cheap and dangerous. And, you know, he does refer to himself as a genius in it at one point, you know, he uses a friend's quote to describe him as a genius of his craft. So Dave, the material that I used to love, your old stuff, you know, like you're making Sesame Street jokes. You know, you're, I know maybe it's racially insensitive, but you're making hilarious jokes about eating chicken and whatnot. And it just was very funny and well done. And if you're such a genius, you could probably lay off this community. You could probably not use your shows as this, this, um, area of protest. It's just, you know, why do that in your act? I just don't understand it. You know, if you're so good, if you're such a genius, like ignore all this stuff and, you know, apologize or whatever the community and just write some other stuff. Like, why are you so compelled to make trans a part of your act? I I just, it just seems lazy. And, And watching him now is just not the same thing. He's like a six, he feels like a 65 year old man that's grumpy and, you know, he's too engaged with his own reverence, which is, I think, a problem with celebrity stand ups is like, how do you know? Like, people are, are they laughing at your jokes or are they just laughing at how excited they are to be seeing you? You know, I think that would be a really hard thing. Last thing now, a true shithead. Uh, fuckhead of the week. Fuckhead of the week is a guy named Chris Guy. I don't know much about Chris Guy, but this video really like fucking irked me. He looks like a like a <laughs> he looks like a like a circus freak, like someone who who left a uh you know he got out of one of the tents in the forties. He's a bit of a pinhead looking fella. His eyes are. He's very stoned, I think. He's a, a leader of the anti-vax movement, but he's also a conspiracy theorist, so it's like he's he's way on the other side, way. And uh, he recently like showed up in... He's got these veneers. I just... Please, if you're going to get veneers, they can't be like ultra-white and big and chunky. Like It just looks like he's wearing dentures. Do, they don't sit in his mouth right. He looks fucking insane. He, and and he's spewing a bunch of crap about the the virus and you know wearing masks and stuff like that and you know it's it's a really unfortunate thing but just listen to a bit of this fucking moron talk so here we are in Nanaimo. We came to uh, Canadian Tire because a young lady got assaulted here last week. So we finished up the protest, and we're now here with over 100 mass-free people. You can hear them cheering. The RCMP is here. They walked us inside. They're here with other local police, and they're 100% supportive, and we are absolutely enjoying our freedom here. Ladies and gentlemen, look at this. Everybody mass-free. This is insane. This is what we call freedom. This is what we call standing up for ourselves. Look at all these people. Look at everybody in here. Look at this guy. This is freedom. God bless you, my brother. Thank you, sir. Hey, young fella. You're doing a hell of a job. God bless you. Get the fuck out of here. So that's uh, Chris Guy. Uh, you got to see him. It's like all the all the ghouls have come out of their house. You know, they all look like uh, glassy eyed and 
pallid and uh, pretty white. I'd say the crowd's probably 98% white. I don't know what this guy is. He's just, <laughs> this is their leader and it's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, and it is a problem. Like he did say the RCMP, uh, <laughs> they escorted him inside the Canadian Tire and uh, this is part of the problem, you know. There's there's a lot of people in power and different levels of power that are stupid, and uh, this is what we have to deal with. So while these idiots are running around a can tire, putting the people who work there at risk, uh, they're all unvaccinated too, I'm sure. And it's uh, you know these idiots can have their fun. We do all the heavy lifting. And this this fucking disaster just keeps going on and on and on. So I guess all I can say is when you're eligible, get your booster shot because you're going to fucking need it. All right. I can't believe I did this. I got the new mic. The MV7, the Shure MV7. I'm pretty fucking happy with it. I'll tell you that much. Happy birthday to me, November the 13th. Got to get ready. Got to go to the fucking thing-a-ding-a-ling. And uh, see you in the next one.